how can I set boundaries between work and home? It's not a silly question. Grab yourself a cuppa and join me, Carly Thompson, as we take a little spiritual soul time out to talk about writing a value statement and how it can help you create clear boundaries as an educator. ever feel yourself getting cranky or bitter when your professional life seems to invade or take over your personal life? I know I do. We all know we are not in education for the money, right? Because if we actually balanced out what we are paid with the actual amount of hours we work, we know we'd be on below or minimum wage. So why should we feel guilty when we have to put boundaries in? Let me be very clear. You shouldn't feel guilty and you do need boundaries. Let me say that again. You shouldn't feel guilty and you do need boundaries. Now, I am one to talk. I always feel guilty. I I feel guilt whether it's I'm investing more time in my teaching than in my family or my family and my teaching. There is this constant guilt wrestle about what I should be doing and what I actually need to be doing. A good place to start is by creating a value statement. By creating a value statement, you create a filter in which you can make decisions. So for example, if one of your values is lifelong learning, you would always work towards learning new things and saying yes to opportunities to help you learn new things, right? It's the same if you said quality time with your family is important. Perhaps you'd been given work opportunities that you need to say no to in this season so that you are prioritizing quality time with your family or friends. Now, your value statement will need to be adjusted for different seasons of life. You see, if you are single and get married, your priorities and values will change just a little bit. Add children into the mix and it will change again. The thing to remember is life does flow in seasons. God created seasons and our lives are a part of those seasons. Knowing what season you are in and what is most important will change with seasons. The Bible reminds us of this in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 to 11. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the sun. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? 
I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Knowing your season is so important, beautiful friends. In Dr. Alicia Britt-Shawley's book, Anonymous, she writes this wonderful quote, Today's decisions foreshadow tomorrow's challenges and reflect yesterday's choices. Let me read that to you again. Today's decisions foreshadow tomorrow's challenges and reflect yesterday's choices. Knowing our seasons and knowing the timing to invest in different times of those seasons is very crucial. So be reflective of the season you are in. In his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Powerful Lessons in Personal Change, Stephen R. Covey gives us a great perspective to start thinking about our value statement. He says, begin with the end in mind. He talks about taking some time where you can sit kind of uninterrupted, I guess, by the things of life and really imagine yourself being on your way to a funeral of a loved one. And you are noticing all the things as you are on your way there, all the trees and what season it is. And just, you know, you're feeling this immense sadness as you're going there. And as you arrive, you see so many family members and loved ones, and you just have such a warm feeling and and adoration for all of those who you are passing as you walk down the aisle. And by the time you reach the casket and peer over, you realize you're face to face with yourself and you're actually at your own funeral. It's three years from today. You get to listen to your loved ones, those who are closest to you, get up and say things. And he asks you to reflect on what would you want them to say about you? He then goes on to those who really know you as a person, so your really close personal friends. What would you want them to say about you? Then he moves into the outer circles of our life, our profession and our church. What would you want those people to say about you? What character would you have liked them to see within you? What contributions, what achievements do you want them to remember? He encourages you to look around and think about what difference you could have made in their lives. So why not take a few moments, find a quiet space and begin to think about this. Who would you like to be remembered as? Take some time to jot down your thoughts around these questions. They will help you to form your value statement. A few years ago, my kids were all starting to get a little bit bigger. Our house was getting a little bit smaller, or so it seemed. So we decided to move home. And in the process of the moving, we were going through quite a difficult season in our lives. And I really, really wanted to put a personal family statement together that really said it all. The the kind of people that I wanted my kids to be, the kind of humans that I wanted my husband and I to be in this household. And I was really blessed because obviously my hands were very busy (laughs) working full time, moving house. It was over the Christmas holidays. And I stumbled across 
a beautiful family values statement written by at Blacklist Studio. That's their Instagram handle, so the Blacklist Studio. And I loved it. I loved what they wrote. I actually ended up with two, but I'm only going to read you one today. So allow me to read you our family values statement. This is us. We are bold and strong, loyal and loving to all. We are truth tellers and dreamers. We're perfectly imperfect, embracing each other's weaknesses and encouraging each other's strengths. We know everybody is weird to somebody, so we be ourselves and help others be themselves too. We also know that ultimately all things work together for good and that the greatest of these is love. Isn't that just so beautiful? <laughs> that is just one of them. I, like I said, I got two of them uh, because it's just, they just write such stunning words. So that could be a good place for you to start and start to get your ideas flowing. So I want you to take some time to think about how you'd like to be remembered. Consider what you would want your immediate family to see, your close friends, your workmates, your church and other communities. What do you want them to see in you? And I also want you to consider the season you are in. Then write your own values statement. Remember, this will change as your seasons change, but having a clear value statement will help you decide to say yes and no. It will help you to decide what is most important and what you need to give your time to. Thanks for listening to episode 36 of It's Not a Silly Question, a spiritual soul timeout for teachers. Make sure you check out the changes on my website at www.carlythompson.com to make finding resources and freebies easier. You can follow me on Instagram at carlythompson underscore faithrightteach. And why not DM me or email me your not so silly questions? Remember, knowing what you value can help you set clear boundaries. For more on boundaries, check out episode 16. Allow me to leave you with a quote from Mary Oliver. Tell me what it is you plan to do with your one wild and precious life.